This program was first broadcast on Canterbury's access media station, Plains FM, and was made with the assistance of New Zealand On Air. Thrive Inspiring Women, brought to you by Real Communications. I'm your host, Gina McKenzie, and I'll be speaking with inspiring women who are passionate about making a positive impact on our world. I hope you'll be uplifted and motivated by powerful stories of women doing amazing work to transform people's lives. Cross specialises in healing touch, a therapy which uses light healing touch to balance well-being. She's here on Thrive to share her story with us today. Thanks for joining us on Thrive today, Wendy. Thank you, Gina. It's great to be here. Can you tell us what healing touch is and also what prompted you to retrain in this field? Yes, sure. Healing touch is a relaxing, nurturing, heart-centred, biofield energy therapy. It uses gentle, intentional touch to assist in balancing the physical, mental, emotional and spiritual well-being. Healing Touch was founded in holistic nursing last century in the United States as a continuing education for nurses and it spread to be of interest to professionals from a wide variety of backgrounds so you don't need to be a nurse to learn healing touch uh, which is great because I'm I'm not a nurse I did apply to be a nurse when I was age 17 uh, I'd been a St John Ambulance cadet for nine years and uh, back then I had to be 18 so uh, unfortunately I'd already established a, a corporate career uh, for two years at that stage and I never did reapply um, but it's so it's wonderful that uh, you don't have to be a nurse to to learn healing touch. The National Institutes of Health in America classified healing touch as a biofield therapy and nursing intervention that contains a group of standardised non-invasive techniques that clear, energise, and balance the human and environmental energy fields. So it's used extensively throughout the world in hospitals, nursing homes, schools, hospices, private practices and private homes. And all of the healing is basically self-healing. An example is a a physician can set a broken bone, but the body itself heals the fracture. It's the same here. There's standardised techniques which are used, offering the body an opportunity for healing. It's the body itself that undertakes the healing. So it's safe for all ages and it works in harmony with and is complementary to standard medical care. And that's something else that prompted me to retrain in this field as well. Back when I initially uh, contacted Healing Touch New Zealand about whether or not I was able to attend a Level 1 course, uh, it, it was for personal development reasons, and I didn't know whether or not that was okay. I didn't at that stage want to be a practitioner. Little did I know (laughs) where my journey would take me. Um, And back then, the more I learnt about healing touch, the more I felt drawn to retraining. Certainly the nursing background really appealed to me, uh, and that corporate career that I'd established uh, back in in my youth ended up being a 14-year corporate career, Uh, prior to becoming an at-home mum 
And uh, subsequent to that, I worked in social services and not-for-profit sectors. And throughout all of my experiences, uh, throughout the various careers I've had, I was aware of the day-to-day stress uh, that people experience and the impact that that can have on their well-being, their health, um, their quality of life, and also the people around them. And so the more I, I learned about healing touch and uh, saw and experienced the effects of it, the more I was drawn to retrain and specialise in this relaxing therapy uh, to work with people supporting positive change in their health and, and well-being. Certainly the professional code of ethics and standards of practice that all Healing Touch students and practitioners abide by uh, appealed to me and also there's quite a rigorous training program to become a Healing Touch practitioner and I very much appreciated that as well. So all in all, I was just really impressed at how quickly Healing Touch can support people to move from a a stressed fight or flight, um, sympathetic stress response state to a resting and digesting state or parasympathetic state uh, where healing can just naturally take place whether that's on a physical level, emotional level, mental level or spiritual level or all of the above. Healing Touch is actually backed by scientific research. Could you tell us a little bit more about that research, Wendy? Yes, so Most of the research is carried out in the United States and the research continues to build quite an evidence base of positive outcomes in response to Healing Touch and its benefits. Uh, Obviously, individual experiences uh, may vary, but if any listeners are interested in reading more about Healing Touch and how it helps with situations, uh, they can go to either the Healing Touch New Zealand website or Healing Beyond Borders uh, website. Healing Beyond Borders are the educating and certifying uh, body of the Healing Touch, and they're the ones who uh, oversee the code of ethics and standards of practice as well. Well, you mentioned energy before in your description of Healing Touch. So for our listeners, in terms of the work that you do, what do you actually mean uh, by energy? So when we talk about energy, in the broadest terms, energy is the life force in everything. Um, Disease is a state where our energy is not flowing well. Everything has its own signature vibration, even thoughts and emotions. Um, Scientists are now able to identify and measure the hormones that are produced by particular thoughts and emotions, and these in turn affect the flow of energy in the body. So an example of this is when we experience happiness, the hormones that flood our body are life-enhancing and contribute to health, whereas when we experience fear, the hormones that flood the body put us into a fight-or-flight response where normal functions like digestion and elimination of waste are shut down, and the brain is also affected. Constant nagging thoughts or worries compromise healthy flow of energy and being in a state of gratitude restores flow and harmony. So being in a state, whether it's a a state of love or a state of fear, does affect the flow of energy. So could we think about it as though we've got a pipe and we've got a blockage there that's stopping the flow and then that blockage is what's causing potential issues for us? Yes, we could. Absolutely. Okay, that makes sense to me. (laughs) Yes. Yes, and also we know that our physical eyes can only see a small part of the light spectrum and it is only a small part of the sound spectrum. 
not seeing or hearing the higher or lower frequencies does not mean that they don't exist. And Einstein referred to subtle energies as those that can be known by their effects, even when they cannot be seen or measured. And of course now we can measure electromagnetic fields, which in Einstein's day were undetectable except for their effects. Uh, I think he, he said, you know, matter and energy are just two sides of the same coin. So you're helping other people with their well-being and um, improving balance and energy flow in their life. What about you? What's your own approach to well-being and how do you maintain balance? Well, very much uh, my approach is very person-centred across all aspects of being. So that's the physical, emotional, mental and spiritual self. Um, and also recognising that I'm I'm unique, as is everyone, we're all unique, and focusing on what my individual needs might be at, at a time. Uh, there's, there's unity and interdependence within uh, the aspects of, of self, my emotional, mental, spiritual and physical well-being. And um, in my energy field can become unbalanced as a response to stress and any... And, body, mind or spirit, um, as it can in anyone. So my approach to well-being and maintaining balance is, is quite a holistic one. And I do tend to connect in uh, with myself uh, quite often, how I'm feeling, what do I need, um, depending on how I feel, what brings me joy, what makes my heart sing, uh, spending time in nature, getting enough sleep, uh, being grounded and heart-centred. And using, using my breath. Uh, so they are all things that feed into my approach to maintaining balance. What happens during one of your typical healing touch sessions? I'm sure the listeners want to know how this, how this works or what the process is. Sure. So treatment is typically administered while uh, people lay fully clothed without shoes on a treatment table. Uh, it is also effective sitting in a chair or standing as well. Um, hospital beds, it, it's carried out uh, with people lying in hospital beds as well. So these pillows and a light blanket are provided for comfort. Uh, quiet music can be playing in the background. And once I've welcomed someone to their appointment, we sit down and have an initial conversation which includes why they've come for the appointment, what they'd like to achieve, so what the treatment goal is, and any relevant health history. Uh, as mentioned, uh, Healing Touch is founded in holistic nursing, so we do have a set framework that we uh, work through. And a pre-treatment assessment is also carried out before any treatment, and that's great to give us a baseline uh, as well. So all of that information is what determines which techniques are appropriate for that person uh, during the treatment. So the treatment is then carried out and following that a post-treatment assessment is undertaken to see has there been any change. Once the client's grounded again uh, we sit and have a conversation 
so they can give feedback and we, we can basically feedback and evaluate the treatment along with any uh, recommendations or advice that might be useful for that person and any referrals that may be necessary uh, to, to other health providers. So depending on the treatment goal, uh, people experience a, a, a dreamy state of consciousness or some even fall asleep. All individual experiences vary. Uh, How long do the sessions last for? So the less sessions can last anywhere from 20 minutes to 60 minutes or, or longer. It really depends on what the person's treatment goal is. We have first aid techniques and, and uh, quick techniques that can be used right through to more comprehensive ones, depending on the health needs of the person. What are some of the benefits that people experience when they have a healing touch session or a post-healing touch session? Some of the benefits include an increase in mental clarity and focus, uh, strengthening the immune system, calming stress, anxiety and or depression symptoms, a reduction in pain, balancing of emotions, uh, enhanced recovery from injuries, an overall facilitation of an increased sense of well-being, uh, other benefits, complementary care for neck or back problems, uh, easing acute or chronic conditions. There's, there's so many different benefits to healing touch. Uh, it could support during cancer care, uh, whether it's radiation or chemotherapy, enhancing recovery from surgery. There's pre- and post-surgery uh, support techniques. There's benefits in supporting the physical, emotional, mental and spiritual transitions for people. So whether that's uh, a change in their life circumstances, changing jobs, moving house, giving birth, getting married, uh, graduating, uh, and even the ultimate transition of um, end-of-life care supporting that transition. Uh, so overall, the benefits and improved quality of life physically, emotionally, mentally, uh, and spiritually. That leads nicely into our next question. Wendy, could you share some of your clients' success stories with us? Obviously, then with the names changed. Yes, sure. Well, I had a busy person, a uh, very busy self-employed business person uh, come along, let's call her Katie, and she came along for the first time just to try it out. Her mind was super busy and she was quite tired, really exhausted, and was not sleeping well. After uh, I worked with Katie, uh, I received an email from her uh, saying that she woke up on the Friday and jumped out of bed ready to take on the world. So, wow, uh, that, that, that was, was after the first, just the first session. That was, was the it? yes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so that that was great feedback. I really appreciated her sharing that with me. Um, another client visited uh, for her first treatment after the very first COVID lockdown, and when she was feeling she needed grounding and calm in her life. After the first treatment, she said she felt like she was on a cloud. Uh, she was instantly lighter and balanced. She said it was incredible. And that feeling was not just limited to the day of the treatment, but flowed into the rest of her life and had continued to do so. Uh, she said that she felt a lot calmer with her young children, was less anxious, less ruled by the clock, 
and was a nicer person to be around. That's her husband's review, apparently. <laughs> um, she said she started to appreciate the small things in life, again, like playing with the kids or simply clearing the calendar and going on a random adventure at short notice, So, which would usually get her in a spin. Uh, she felt that the six months had been truly life-changing for her and that Healing Touch had contributed significantly to that and she felt truly grateful. Uh, so it was, it was a privilege to be part of her healing journey. You've done a lot of training since you started um, working in the field of Healing Touch. Can you share some of your interesting learnings with us? Sure. Uh, I guess right back to the first Healing touch course being for personal development, I really had no idea that I'd feel so drawn to making it my vocation. Uh, the learning in that first course about the human biofield and how some people are more sensitive to feeling or sensing it than others was, was hugely interesting to me. I had no idea that what I'd been feeling for a long time was my biofield. Uh, and then learning that anyone can learn healing touch regardless of if they feel or sense the energy um, I found that really interesting because people think that they can't do it, but actually they can. Energy's energy and the techniques are standardised and, yeah, it has that effect. So uh, another learning was how much of this sort of we already know. Uh, when my children were upset, I'd just intuitively hold them and, and my hand would be on their forehead and uh, I just knew that that's what helped calm them down. And whereas, of course, now I have a much broader understanding of... of um, also the energetic uh, response of that. And when we hurt ourselves, quite often we'll hold it and, and put our hand on it. Um, all these things are, are things that we may intuitively do without realising that we're influencing the, the, our biofield, energy field. Um, another example is like when you walk into a room and you might get a vibe. What, what is that? Well, that's through our energetic self. We're picking up on that. Um, as, as my knowledge and experience of healing touch increased and I worked with more people, I, just the simplest techniques can sometimes have the most profound of results for people. So I found that really interesting. I may have had a lot of training in the field, but actually some of the more foundational basic techniques that I did learn at that, you know, <laughs> level one, um, actually can have quite profound results for people. So it's, it's about, you know, people have their own healing journey and, and when their body's ready or when they're ready, things, things happen. So... I think witnessing firsthand the impact that treatments were having for people uh, and the more I learned about healing touch, I was asking myself, why don't we know this stuff? Why is this not readily available? And, and so that also fed into why I felt drawn to retraining. I think it would be interesting now if we could try one of your simple exercises that um, all of the listeners could do, um, as long as they're at a, the right place and time, obviously, sitting down. Um, so could we go through one of those just so that we can try with, in our busy lives? Absolutely. So that's great that you mentioned for people to have a think about where they are and what they're doing. <laughs> and um, so before we start, perhaps do a quick check-in with yourself of, of how you're feeling. So just take a, a baseline feeling. And if it's appropriate, um, let's begin. So if you're sitting, just 
sit relaxed with your hands into your lap and feel your sit bones in the chair. If you're standing, have your feet shoulder width apart if you're able and your arms just hung loosely at your sides. Now take two deep breaths. On the out breaths, let go of any tension in the body. Bring your attention fully into the moment. Feel your feet on the floor, your connection to the earth, or your sit bones in the chair if you're sitting. On the in-breath, feel replenished and refreshed. On the out-breath, letting go. Repeat this a few times until you feel truly in the moment. Next, take a deep breath and this time as you breathe out, imagine sending the breath down through your body, down your legs and out the bottom of your feet into the earth, like you have tree roots going from the bottom of your feet deep down into the earth. Let's send the breath down through the body again, down through your legs and out the bottom of your feet into the earth. Now just come back and check in with yourself again. How are you feeling? Do you feel any different? How are you at the beginning of the exercise? Some people feel more in the moment and others notice a heaviness in their legs. That's so interesting because this morning I was rushing to because we had our coffee before um, the interview and I thought, gosh, I'm so in my head thinking, oh, I need to hurry, I need to hurry. But just doing that quick exercise, I can feel more heaviness in my legs, which is good. So I'm getting a bit more grounded. So that was that's fantastic. We just have to remember um, to take time to do those things during the day, don't we, rather than just continuing on with our lives and thinking, I'll do that later. Absolutely. And that's the beauty of using the breath. To We can do it anywhere. It, we can take a moment. We can even say, OK, every time I go to the bathroom, I'm just going to do this before I leave. Or every time I go to make myself a cup of tea. Uh, it's something we can do anywhere, standing in a supermarket queue. <laughs> so, Wendy, um, what do you like to do in your, your free time? And is that related to helping you maintain your own well-being as well? Um, yes, absolutely. I I love catching up with family and friends and uh, I love walking, listening to music, reading for enjoyment and also for learning. And the wonderful thing about uh, being part of the Healing Touch community here in Christchurch is that I get to have Healing Touch swaps with other Healing Touch practitioners and students of Healing Touch, which is absolutely wonderful. <laughs> and that sounds and, lovely. <laughs> yes, so it is a wonderful way to, uh, yeah, take care of myself and, and relax and have some free time. So today you've got a special offer for listeners out there um, so they can try out Healing Touch for themselves. So could you let us know about that and also how we can um, get in touch with you? 
Yes, certainly. So I'd, I'd love to offer any listeners who might like to give it a, a try, 50% off for an initial consultation and treatment that's booked online in June. And so that's usually a cost of $85. So for the month of June, it will be $42.50, and that's payable on the day of the appointment. Uh, so more information can be found out uh, at my website, which is relaxationplus.co.nz. And I also have a Facebook page, Relaxation Plus Rolleston. Uh, there is a Relaxation Plus in America, so <laughs> that's the Rolleston. So yes, I am based out in Rolleston. That's where my clinic is. And uh, I would love to meet any listeners who might like to try it out. And on that, if, if this is something that really does interest listeners or they'd like to find out a little bit more about it, uh, Healing Touch New Zealand do have uh, trainings and there's a Unit 1 uh, training coming up in June and another one in September. So whether that's uh, for personal or professional development, uh, that's a way that people can connect in there. And so the website for that is healingtouchnz.com. Thank you so much, Wendy, for being here today, for sharing your story and also for reminding us of those small things that we can do every day to improve our well-being. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you very much for having me. Thanks for joining us today on Thrive Inspiring Women. If you'd like to listen to previous shows, just go to the Plains FM website and type in Thrive. Thanks again for tuning in to Thrive and join me again next time for more amazing stories from inspirational women who are changing our world. Oh,